You've played the missions, but do you really know the lore? We are here to be your guides. Your guardians. This is Guardians of Lore. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, Guardians. Welcome to Guardians of Lore. This is a little lore episode for Compass Rose and Filigree of Light. I am your host for this episode, and my name is Orchid. And I am Elemist. Hello. I have some podcast info for you. Um, We encourage feedback. It can be sent to us on Twitter at guardians underscore lore. You can tweet at me at heyitsorchid, or you can tweet at Elemist at I underscore am underscore Elemist. You can send us an email at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. You can leave us a review wherever you can find the podcast. Uh, It's five stars, if you're wondering. You can also find us in our Discord. There is a link to the invite in the description for this episode. Uh, You can also find our info on thelorenetwork.com alongside many impressive lore content creators. We are still there. Maybe. As of the recording of this episode, which is the 1st of August. 2021 anyway hi yeah yeah this is a little lore but this is an actual episode too so we could have just put the date in this hi it's august 1st 2021 this is a normal episode but it's a short episode yeah how you doing oh i'm good and you it's hot it's really hot all right i'll 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 put my shirt back on oh god (laughs) (laughs) oh god and no, I mean, put your shirt on, but no, God. <laughs> half my state's on fire again. So all the smoke's been making the weather real weird right now. <laughs> but I mean, like, when is Oregon not on fire? That's a question I have. So, so you know, your world's on fire. Oh, don't. <laughs> <laughs> don't. We did enough. we did enough of that on friday when the two of us raided together what notorious i hate raiding orchid raided with elemist at the same time in the same raid on xbox and we actually got a completion yeah notorious i don't raid on xbox i don't play on xbox ever it was an experience i was also on painkillers so it was also it was very funny. Super great. It was... <laughs> I slammed my foot in a door. So <laughs> that was fun. And what did you learn? Don't put your foot in a door. Good. <laughs> yeah. It was. Yeah. I I learn things sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Uh, sometimes. Not all the time, but most of the time. Uh, 90% of the time I learn things. Um. The TWAB came out this week with a bunch of crossplay news. I was in the TWAB, um, sort of. And I wasn't. It linked, it, it linked back to a tweet of mine that I made about um, the janky crossplay that wasn't supposed to work. But Rendell and I got it working um, when it was broken and wasn't supposed to work. So we had got, we talked about it on the podcast, I think. Yeah. But we had gotten, um, 
we had gotten his to to reiterate we had gotten his xbox account and his um his pc account to hook up and then i joined him when he was on his xbox account from my pc (laughs) yeah so i ended up in like the xbox pool uh from my pc and it was like very cool very janky uh I ended up hugging an Xbox, like a random Xbox person. And uh, it was very, it was very neat. It was like kind of a taste of what it could be. Um, I absolutely slapped the shit out of people in Crucible, which was fun. And it, the tweet that I did about it uh, ended up in the top. So I clicked on it and I'm like, why is this? It's, this is broken. It's taking me back to my own shit. Then I realized it's because they tweeted my own shit. So that was neat. But yeah, you can see the picture, the actual like screenshot of the thing. If you go back to that and I linked it in there, you can go back to the TWAB and see that if you want. You you literally had a moment when the TWAB came out and you're like, why is this old post getting a ton of likes? Oh, <laughs> I did actually. Well, I have my likes turned off because it would make my phone like lose battery if I didn't. But um the yeah it's the it it was really neat i liked it it was it was cool <laughs> but yeah i did it started getting it i was like why is yeah actually exactly that yeah <laughs> it's like why is something in may getting attention but crossway is gonna be cool so they specified some shit let's go over it very briefly uh the first thing that they they touched on was guardian's identity quote unquote uh it's gonna end up being a bungee name a pound symbol or a hashtag and then four digits yes um so like for me i i would be like i am elemist hashtag one two three four right or for mine it would just be orchid hash you know five six seven eight right um it sounds like if you are um for Elmas, it would probably he would just or he could just be I am Elmas and no numbers would pop up. For me, it probably would have the numbers because there are a lot of orchids everywhere. Um, but for people who are on Steam, um, if that is the name that if that's the one that you're logging in with, you need to make sure that that name is the name that you want because you need to make sure that that name is locked in before you log in the first time because that is the name that they're going to take Yep. to make your bungee name. So do not fuck that up. Don't have like ball liquor or something as your name when you log in because they will make that your name, even if it's like cleverly spelled. Like, don't do it. Or that will be your name forever. Yeah. Uh, Because they they say here, uh, this means some of the extended character sets we've supported for the player names on Steam will no longer be able to be used. We will miss you, fellow Guardian, hand cannon, sniper rifle, rocket launcher. I do love that. Um, Yeah, I don't I don't love this change because um, I don't love this change. Half the fun of playing on con- or have the fun of playing on steam are ridiculous steam names and like big mommy milkers and 
the fact that we will lose that fun part of playing on PC uh, really sucks. So thanks, console players. <laughs> well, wow. The 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 big thing though is that in the winter they will be adding Bungie name, like the ability to change your Bungie name. Yeah, but you're not gonna be able to change it to Big Mommy Milkers. So you're you're kind of losing like a big part of like the fun of playing on Steam. If that's the fun part of playing on Steam, then no, I really a, am glad I'm on console. No, it's a it's fun to log in and see the other team, and you're playing with just like Shax's only fans on the other team. It's just it's a it's a ridiculous part of playing on PC, and you see a lot of real weird names. And, and, it, and it is always like fucking delightful whenever you see like very clever names on the other team and or your see, team I can, or whatever. I can take it or leave it. I personally yeah. don't care. I think it's because you can't change them on Xbox. So. No, you can. It's just it costs yeah, you it's money. permanent. Exactly. I can change mine and then just log back in and it changes. Well, and, and like... It's ephemeral. So I have had clanmates who change their name constantly to the point that I don't know what to call them. I don't know what their gamer tag is. So like I just stop playing with them. Oh. That is the problem that I have seen with that kind of a system. Oh. Yeah. No, you can just roll over them and still see who they are. Like that's it's it, you still know who they are when they do that. Because you can just go back to their Steam profile. But, like, that's why I'm all right with this system, because I see the other end of that issue, because I am on the other end of that issue. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can see how that would be an issue. Anyway, let's see what else. So, you can add friends, add friends will fire team, blah, blah, blah. They're going to change the way rosters all work. It'll be fun and exciting. Um, There's going to be ways to set your fire team privacy. That'll be good. Um, there's going to be ways to block players so you don't have to play with them anymore. So they can't join your fire team anymore forever. And I love that. So people who have had harassment from other players like me yeah, <laughs> can just block them forever. What up? <laughs> Thank you. Finally. I hadn't even thought of that. When I first read that, I was like, if you're setting your fire team to, you know, public and, and or whatever, and, you know, you're getting harassment, why don't you just block them? But, like, that makes sense now. Yeah. No, you you can't. Right. <laughs> yeah. Now you can. Yay. Because PC screws things up <laughs> for <Yep>. console players. <laughs> yep. Can't do that. <laughs> I'm excited. Um, they also did exactly what we thought they would originally with the way crossplay would work with Crucible. Um, PC players are going to match with PC players. Console players will match with console players. Stadia will be in the console pool. Um, also on the down low, I play on Stadia. If you guys didn't know that when I was laid up in bed with, uh, with a foot that was really bad. I was playing on Stadia the other day with Dr. Herbivore. Um, also, fire teams with any combination of a PC player and console players will be in the PC pool. 
So I can foresee PC players being left out in the cold, cold rain. Well, yeah. <laughs> so. Because PC is toxic. Console players being like, oh, do you want to play... You, you want to play Crucible with us? Not you, PC people. Anyone else want to play Crucible with us? PC people have to play on their own. They don't get to play with us. It's cool. Because PC fine. people are toxic. It's just because we move faster. So, uh, For PvE, uh, there will be one global matchmaking pool. We will all be together. Um, so text chat and chat chat. This is a big thing. Um, text chat is a critical tool for player communication in our action MMO. You guys on console have never had text chat. Um, on PC, though, we have always had text chat. And it doesn't work half the time. <laughs> so, um, the a lot of times, like the clan chat works and whispers work. Whispers are just like DMs between people. If you don't know, if you don't have them, that's what they're called. They're called whispers. Um, they're different colors, so you can tell when the text box pop up, like which one you're getting from people. Mm-hmm. And then there's a uh, local chat is just you are just throwing words into the void. <laughs> and then whoever has local chat turned on, anyone can see it, uh, which gets really interesting after a while when you're just out like you're on Nessus and someone just starts yelling on their keyboard about something. You're like, OK, that's happening. All right. Um, So it looks like they're going to. Uh, um try to allow console people to see text chat so you'll start displaying text from the launch of witch queen um across consoles so you can see what pc people are saying but you won't be able to participate <laughs> i'm so sorry <laughs> which is kind of funny um then you're going to be able to use a usb keyboard but for some reason not be able to use a mouse and keyboard to play the game um, yeah, which is, I have so many opinions, but I'm not going to voice them because Elmas already let me <laughs> vent my frustrations before we started. Yep. Thank you. I did that for our valuable I, listeners. <laughs> I did that for like five minutes. It was a lot of screaming. Oh, it was only five minutes. Holy crap! <laughs> Sorry. That was I'm a like, long ass five minutes. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, so that's gonna be sometime in the winter. They'll add USB keyboard support, and then you can chat with everybody. Um, they are not gonna have voice chat, uh, and they almost didn't launch this at all because voice chat's not gonna work. And I could have told anyone who said that on Twitter or anywhere else that voice chat wasn't gonna work. But people don't listen. Voice chat's not going to work. So use Discord. Or, you know, whatever. Except that it's difficult for console players because then you literally have to turn your in-game volume and in-game sounds off. Well, if you're with Xbox and PC players, you can use Xbox game. Like, you can use, like, Xbox whatever chat. Yeah. Which I do with my Xbox friends. 
if you are um on PlayStation, they made um I think they're starting in 2022 with Discord. So at least in January when Witch Queen comes out, you'll have Discord. So until then, unfortunately, next season you won't have it, but starting in January you will. Which will be great for people on PC and PlayStation, but once again, Microsoft fucks us over. Ah, Microsoft. Like, I wish they would just get Discord on all platforms, that way we can use that instead of Xbox Party Chat because it is so unreliable. Xbox Party Chat, like, I found on, when I use it on PC, it doesn't recognize my mic right away, and it's just when I've used multiple different kinds of mics, like my USB mic or my XLR, um, I've had to, like, unselect my mic and then reselect my mic, or select a different mic, and then reselect the mic I'm trying to use, and then it works, and because it'll be, like, just speaking and no one can hear me, or, and I can't hear them. Yeah. And that's just because, like, the game bar is super janky. I don't know why. Because Microsoft. Because Microsoft. <laughs> um, let's see. Iron Banner starts again this week, but everyone already knows that. Oh, the Bungie Foundation. Um, if you donated, I donated. Um, pick up all your stuff from Ravioli. And uh, they raised $822,000 this year. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Everyone should feel good about that. Hooray. I'm so happy. Depending depending on how much you actually donated, you'll get one or two emblems and one or two. Oh, I'm sorry. There's one exotic ghost shell and one um, emote. Mm -hmm. The tiny tank emote is so cute. It's so. I donated $75 because I really wanted. I really wanted the emote. Also because I had money. So. That's a decent reason. Well, I mean, like, I had money, and it, it was adorable, and I couldn't not. So, but, yeah, no, it's it's good. It's good to donate money to Bungie for, to their foundation. So, hooray. Let's see. Anything else? You finished your, um, you gilded your, your thing, didn't you? Conqueror. And I will mm-hmm. be finishing up um, the Vault of Glass Triumphs. <gasps> like, by the time this episode comes out, I will have finished it. Congratulations! So, I will have the seal. Yay! Good job! That's amazing! Oh my god. <laughs> god, that must be... Master even... Vault of Glass is not easy. Something else. Yeah. So, when you do the... When you do the actual challenges, do you just have to do the challenge in that one section? You don't have to complete correct the entire raid each time, right? Correct. Okay. So you're just dipping in to do like that part and then you like leave. That would be easier. <gasps> oh no, you're going in like fresh each time. So for the Atheon challenge, we did start at Atheon. Okay. Like we went and got a checkpoint specifically for Atheon. Okay. Uh but for everything else, we did it straight from the beginning. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Jeez Louise. I can't even imagine. Well, and like after doing it a couple times, it's gotten easier. And especially now that I am above a certain threshold. Mm-hmm. Like once you hit 1341, 
the swords come off from above the enemy's heads. Right. So they hit less hard. Mm-hmm. Like, instead of getting two shot by a goblin, now it's like seven or eight shots. Jeez. Yeah, try and explain being two shot by goblins to your team who are all at like 1345. Oh my god. And you're just sitting there like, no, no, there was nothing big. It was just that goblin. <laughs> it was demoralizing. <laughs> now, see, like, I'm I'm wondering if they're going to give it the... Like Master Vog, I'm wondering if they're going to give it the Grandmaster treatment where they're going to increase the difficulty mm-hmm. along with everything else, you know, when there's a new season. So mm-hmm. essentially, you're going to give it a plus 10 yeah. uh, for recommended level. Or I'm wondering if it's going to get the DSC treatment where it's just going to be left alone at whatever level it is and then irrelevant in six months. Oh, God. Yeah. Jeez. Ah, well, do you want to move on? Yes, please. Cool. How about this Lore Network ad? Sounds good. The Lore Network. Tune into the Spinfoil Theory Podcast for questions. Who is an or? Who is an or? What is an is or? What is that? For queries. Did the hive really just body shame the Vex into changing their frames? For special guests. All the guests. For Spinfoil Theories. Mars Sabbath Sabbath Moon. The Spinfoil Theory Podcast. Insert information here. So why he didn't he didn't give the he didn't give the information? He didn't give, he didn't give the information. Oh, uh Spinfoil Theory is available on Spotify, iTunes, and Podbean. Uh you can also get us at at Twitter at Spinfoil Theory and or uh, uh Spinfoil Theory at gmail.com. That was so good. I love those sweet, sweet Lore Network ads. <laughs> You're so tasty. Like the donuts Rachel brought me this morning. What the fuck, Rachel? Where are my donuts? <laughs> um, you get your own, Rachel. <laughs> I've tried. <laughs> I'm going to tell her you said that. <laughs> or else when David's going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> so this is a little lore episode even though we did have a twab a twoggle uh because um reasons we didn't have an entire we didn't have an entire lore book to read this week so we're doing this is why we're doing this um, so this is a little lore explanation for those that we haven't had one in a while um some lore isn't pressed neatly into lore books, but they add to the overall universe of Destiny. So we're going to use these little lore episodes to dive into these individual lore tabs. So this episode is the Compass Rose and Filigree of Light, which were um, the ghost shell, I think. Compass Rose is the shotgun and the Filigree of Light is a ghost shell. Right. Okay, so those are the two things from Solstice, and Solstice ends this week. Yep. It's over now, but I mean, it ended this week. I actually like Solstice. I like the EAZ. I think it's fun. I do too. I just hate the little boost jumps that they added in. I hate those too because they don't work ever. Like, just let me jump. I can do it myself. Thanks. Well, and like, they max (laughs) out your jump. 
So if you try and get to the apex of the boost and then jump, you're just wasting your jump. Yeah. You really I just I can't figure out how to use them, so I just don't use them. Right. I'm just I'm I think I'm just bad at destiny. I just I suck. Anyway, um do you want to read Compass Rose? Absolutely. Cool. And this is the Compass Rose. Uh, the Compass Rose weapon was obtained during the 2021 Solstice of Heroes through the initial quest, and you can pick up other random rolls um, by opening packages after you complete all the armors. The flavor text reads, Let the light be your compass, Mithrax. And the lore tab reads, You should put your gun away the warlock says as our hunter companion strolls into the empty office. A long, appreciative whistle escapes him as he slowly turns and surveys the room. The commander sure come on up, hasn't he? The hunter remarks, shotgun still resting on his shoulder. Then, noticing something on a high shelf, he wonders, is that a cat? The warlock gives him a gentle shove into the middle of the room, then slowly urges his shotgun down from his shoulder. Her touch leaves an ice-rimmed mark on the barrel. The look she levels at the hunter is patient, but thinning. I don't recall having a meeting scheduled right now, booms a voice from the doorway. Both Warlock and Hunter turn to face Commander Zavala, the hunter shifting his shotgun behind his back as his ghost decompiles the weapon. He gives Zavala a crooked, apologetic smile and shows his hands to the warlock in a gun? What gun? gesture. Commander Zavala, the warlock says, with a quick, chastising look at her cohort. I'm... I know who you two are, Zavala says as he breezes past them. I have a call with consensus in ten minutes. You have eight of them. He's heard of us, the hunter whispers to the warlock, who gives him a surreptitious elbow in the side. Commander, first of all, we wanted to thank you for the rescue efforts on Europa. We wanted to talk about the long-term plans regarding Elixni's settlement in the city. Zavala sits at his desk, his face weary. There is no long-term plan. Yet. You didn't have a plan before putting them in a bombed-out ditch? The hunter interjects. Zavala's expression is mixed with surprise and aggravation. But he lets out a burst of laughter. It crescendos in an uncharacteristically jovial manner before dissipating into a sigh. I suppose it looks that way, Zavala admits. This is the territory the consensus would cede for the time being. But the plan is to turn the area into a community learning annex, where the Elixni and humanity can freely share ideas, culture, and language. And they would live there? The warlock asks. No, Zavala says with a shake of his head. If everything goes well, they'll live in the city, wherever they like. It's just going to take time to build up the peace of the Batsa district we gave them, and to make sure the people of the city accept them. The last thing we need is violence born out of confusion and ignorance. The warlock and hunter look to one another, then back to Zavala. That's... honestly better than we expected. No offense to your city planning strategies, Commander. I just... It wasn't my plan, Zavala says, motioning to the woman eavesdropping in the doorway. Ikora, 
the warlock says with a respectful incline of her head. Both warlock and hunter look shocked at her presence. Ikora smiles demurely and more fully invites herself into the room. When I heard Mithrax's old fire team had come to the city, I was surprised to see you here, rather than down there with him, Ikora says, though she isn't truly surprised. Have you given him your regards? With everything that happened on Europa, ma'am, we didn't think it prudent. He's still... There's still raw emotions there, and... With everything going on right now, it's been hard to connect with him, the warlock admits, giving the hunter a concerned look. Ikora regards them for a moment, then nods and approaches Zavala. Family struggles can be challenging, Ikora recognizes, her hand on the back of Zavala's chair. Even with found family, but I have faith you'll find a way to work it out. She leans over and whispers something to him. The vanguard commander gives her a look of approval as he begins opening terminal windows for his impending meeting. In the meantime, how would you two like to help the vanguard? Ikora asks with one brow raised. The warlock and hunter cast a furtive look to one another, but both are quick to offer silent nods of affirmation. Ikora smiles, having expected that response, and spreads her arms to herd the pair out of Zavala's office. Good. We have a long-range scout operating outside the city, a newly minted hunter, and we'd like you two to keep him company. Ikora says as she walks. She glances briefly back over her shoulder to Zavala, who offers her an appreciative smile. Who? the warlock asks. That's... complicated. Ooh. <laughs> I like this entry. I really like this entry a lot. There's so much here that, to, like, work through. Oh, yeah. Um... So I love that um, we've been told for a long time that Mithrax was in a human fire team. Um, and that was kind of like, that's always was his thing. And we finally get to meet them. And well, I love that. Well, I mean, well, like... Like, we met them before in, I think it was the Outbreak Perfected lore tab. Yeah, but this is like... But yeah. This is... This is different, though. Like, right. Not only that, but we finally get a place for for Crow to go to. Exactly. So, yeah, I think that's the big thing for me is that these two were so open and welcoming mm -hmm. for Mithrax. You know, back yeah. when Elixni were our big bad. Right. So at at this point, Ikora and Zavala are like, this fire team is is probably going to be the only fire team that we can actually see truly accepting somebody like crow because of crow's past yeah exactly and it's nice that um crow will hopefully finally have a place that he can like call a fire team because he's been by himself the entire time and it's lonely yeah. Because all he knows from other guardians is them beating the shit out of him. Right. And and our guardian saving him from Spider. Like, that is about it. Yeah. I mean, he knew the kindness of that, like, one guardian that, but then 
what the guardian saw his skin and then like the spider like what beat the shit out of him or put a bomb in put a spider bomb put a bomb in, in his ghost yeah well and and he's known the kindness of osiris I had to stop and think of his name um he's known the the kindness of osiris but i think that has been it's it's more selfish on osiris's part yeah so like it the kindness hasn't truly been just for nothing it's it's been specifically because osiris has a ulterior motive right so like this will be one of the first times that he's actually experienced a fire team that actually accepts him for who he is and i'm excited to see where that goes now the one thing i do want to point out Hmm. The commander sure come on up, hasn't he? The hunter remarks, shotgun still resting on his shoulder. Then noticing something on a high shelf, he wonders, is that a cat? That cat has caused so much fighting and struggling in my clan. Why? Like, it is all it has almost caused a civil war in my clan because we're what? arguing about Why? the because we argue about the color of the cat. Sometimes when you spawn in, it's orange. Sometimes it's gray. So? <laughs> you know, it can be a different cat, right? Cats move, and there are more than one cat in the tower, right? Except that it's literally talking about the cat that's on the top shelf of Zavala's office. Is it a live cat? Yes. You know, cats can move, right? You You realize that, like... There is always a cat there every time we spawn into the tower. It's not like... You know, cats can move, right? And then cats like high places. More than one cat is allowed to be up there. But what I'm saying is that you guys are being stupid. <laughs> oh, and you don't have any stupid arguments with, with your clan? No, because they're Australian. We don't give a shit. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were about to say because they're all asleep when you're awake. No. <laughs> this is, we don't give a shit. We're all too busy being pirates and Sea of Thieves right now. <laughs> we're playing New World. You want to you wanna continue on? I'd love to. I do want to say that I'm wondering, like, this has kind of been niggling at me, though. I'm wondering if sending Crow off with this fire team isn't to get him out of the way and like and put him in a safe place. Yeah. For a, for a story perspective, I can see that. Because I mean, like, I see Marasov coming back and it's to get him away. From a story perspective, and, I can see that. Because yeah. when Mara comes back, she's going to be like, oh, he's my brother and she's going to try manipulating him or claim him or. Yeah. And she has, you know, like, ultimate cosmic power. So who's to say, you know, like, what she could do? Yeah. So I I just, it's probably a good foresight on their part to do this now before anything happens. And especially since she's sending messages to Osiris. I mean, we're saying this as people who have, the new season is not out yet. Right. And the epilogue has not happened yet. Right. So we do not know. 
So I'm just I'm just wondering um, if I mean it is a good thing that they are um, that they're giving him like a new kind of a new family a new fire team to be with because I think that's really important. But I think also that they're trying to get him to a safer location away from the tower and like away from the helm and where you know people could be i just well and, into a safer place and i'm i'm also wondering how much of that is also the fact of like they're trying to make sure that at that point he has safeguards built into his fire team so that you know if if he does happen upon mara he's not going to immediately flock to her because if he becomes friendly with his new fire team and you know treats them like they are a you know a found family he's not going to immediately want to abandon them for her yeah i don't think he they i don't think he would but also i don't think he would i i think they would hold him back too i think they would be protective of him or at least i would hope exactly. that they would and not sell him out it, that's exactly what i was saying because they're being just as protective as myth of Mithrax is hopefully as protective as they would be of Crow after a while. So Exactly. That's that's exactly what I'm I'm hoping to see. Yeah. I'm hoping that they don't just forget about Crow and just like stick him in this fire team and we never hear from them again. He was that would just that would be a huge disappointment. He was kind of a I don't know. It was they such... put him in the Sorry, like, I, I, it was such a big thing that, you know, he got brought back to life by a ghost and, you know, they kept having small little bits of Lord tabs, you know, about him before he actually debuted as a guardian. So, like, I just I think they have a bigger picture. I just don't know how it's going to end up coming about. Yeah, that's true. So I think that's the big thing right now is the fact that like he has been such a a big hinted at part of the story for so long and then they introduce him and and they they have that that whole, you know, identity reveal at the end of season of the chosen with Zavala to the point that like I th there has to be more to it. There there has to be more in the future. To this story because otherwise it's just complete wasted material well they had him set up in the helm for so long like as a vendor but he didn't do anything he just stood there yeah and that felt like a waste to me like he was meant to do something but he was just there for no reason like they ran out of time and so i was just like mm. so we'll see what they do with him i just i really want more of him i guess wow have i really fucking turned around on this character <laughs> you <laughs> have six months does god damn it fuck me <laughs> god team crow jesus christ i guess i'll read this next one we'll see what happens <laughs> sounds good so yep this is a filigree of light. This is the uh, ghost shell. Um, how it is obtained. The ghost shell is obtained by completing all the armor glows in the 2021 Solstice of Heroes. Don't worry, though. The glows are account-wide, so you only need to do the objectives once. Once you get another character to the set, 
uh, the glow will apply automatically. So once you do one raid, uh, the glows are on all of the gauntlets. Don't worry. Uh, the flavor text reads, light is both delicate and unbreakable. Ikora Ray. Crow sat high on the walls, looking past the future war cult sentinels to focus instead on the crowd of Elixney below. He wished he could be on the ground, helping them acclimate. Though his stay with a spider had been traumatic, he had fond memories of the Elixney who helped him adjust to life on the shore. He longed to return the goodwill. But Zavala had given him strict orders to stay out of sight. It was a directive he had nearly contradicted in breaking up the previous week's sabotage. He was reluctant to put himself in hotter water for the sake of sentimentality. At least Glint can still have fun, he thought. Three stories below, a gaggle of Lixney hatchlings chased Glint through the ruins. Crow had dispatched the ghost to do some reconnaissance and gauge the likelihood of another violent confrontation. But the instant attention of the hatchlings blew Glint's cover, and he seemed delighted in his demotion from spy to playmate. The ghost chirped in glee as the hatchlings scrabbled around on all sixes, trying to catch him. He stayed just beyond reach, twisting and turning through rubble, doubling back so that the smaller ones at the back of the pack could have a go. Let them enjoy themselves, Crow thought. Things will get worse before they get better. They deserve every scrap of joy they can find. That's really cute. It is. It's really cute. God damn it. There's not much, like, there's not much depth to this. <laughs> no, it's just really but cute. But it's just, it, it's a cute scene. <laughs> yeah, and, it is. And, I mean, it, it fits in with, with everything we've seen of Solstice of Heroes this year. Yeah. It's, it's... a cute scene or a cute story about Elixni and Elixni kids. A lot of it is, um, it's a kind of the, the wider picture even of like the past year that we've had, like in real life as opposed, and also in game, um, with the darkness kind of bearing down on us as guardians and the darkness bearing down on us in real life too. Uh, yeah. it's kind of like finding the little things and finding joy where you can, because I know that like, it's, I found that it's hard to just relax sometimes. Yeah. Um, and so I've been trying to find like joy in little stuff again. And it's like standing on my front porch and like enjoying like the sky turning pink is like nice. So it's it's finding like little fun things. I don't know. I like trees, so it's like, oh, this tree is really nice. That's that's fun. <laughs> I I I guys, I have I have a degree in trees. I like trees. Okay. What? Shut up. You're a tree I scientist. Like, I I like trees. Shut up. <laughs> you do you do tree search? <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I what? knew you were gonna say that. What? <laughs> what? Tree search, what? Mind blown. <gasps> blown. Blown. No, okay. But seriously. 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 Um, it's I think that's really the the 
moral of the story is to just kind of find joy where you can. Yeah. I can totally see that. I just I, I think that's it. Just find joy where you can. Yeah. Cuz there's not much else hidden in this this lore entry or anything. It's just find joy wherever you can. It's nice though. I mean, I like the story. Yeah. Good story. Otherwise, I like the story. Hear that, guys? It's... She likes a story about Glint. <laughs> I know. Shut up. God, I've come so far. You don't have to point it out. <laughs> I kind of feel like I have to. <laughs> I know. God, call me out like that. Okay, fine. Here, here in on August 1st, 2021, Orchid liked a story about Glint. Put that on the internet. Jeez. Oh, we are going to. Ah, crap. <laughs> I'm going to do... Do you have shout-outs, Alamus? Shout-out to my regular fire team. Uh, we are mm-hmm. going to be finishing up our uh, Master Vog runs. And then I think we're going to start practicing for Flawless Vog after that. Just so that we have something we can do. Um, but yeah. And shout out to work husband John. Um, Hi John. He's been helping me stay sane. And it, he, every time I talk with him, I, I actually feel good about how my life has turned out. So even with all the, the self-doubt that I have and everything, I, I, I start feeling really good about myself when I talk with him. I'm so glad. Yeah. Everybody needs somebody like that in their life. Yeah. What about you? Shout outs? Um, shout out to you and for doing a dumb raid on Friday with, with me. Thank you. Absolutely. Because I don't like raiding. Like at all. Raids are very uncomfortable and terrible for me. I I hate doing them. That didn't used to be the case. Like I actually liked raiding in D1 and I liked doing Leviathan. And like I don't know what changed like since then that like has made me hate them so much. Which like it really surprises me that I like dislike them so much that they like make I they make me so uncomfortable like I don't like doing them like I actively avoid doing them to the point that I I people know now to not ask me to raid at all um but I wanted to finish the glow on my stupid armor so I almost agreed to raid with Sam and Mandy and me and a couple of people uh, from my old clan and it was very painful but fun we got the completion Ish. we finished it <laughs> it took way longer than it should have because there are people who've never done deep stone crypt before and we were the 101st completion for all of us yep it was so my dalmatian run dalmatian- yeah it was a dalmatian run Apparently I'm Cruella Deville and I'm just gonna wear I'm gonna wear the dogs. <laughs> I love the puppy so much I'm gonna wear them as a hat. 
I love puppies was... so much. I want to be surrounded by them all the time. <laughs> Apparently, when you're on painkillers, you'll say anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's my shout out. So, thank you, E, for doing the raid with us. It was oh, a lot absolutely. Of fun. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't help very much. Using a controller is very hard when you've not used one in a long time. Uh, I anyway, can understand I, that. Yeah, I was not used to it. Um, so here are some special thanks for this episode. The artwork for this episode is courtesy of Bungie, as well as the music for this episode is copyright of Bungie. Uh, we're able to use them under their fair use policy because they love their content creators. The audio for this episode was produced by Rindle Zivas. You can find him at Rindle Zivas on Twitter. Thank you, Rindle. Um, if you'd like to dive into the Destiny lore on your own, visit ishtar-collective.net. They are the resource we use to make our show notes. Thank you so much, Baxter. Um, here is a couple of reminders for you. You can find us on Twitter at guardians underscore lore. You can find me at Hey It's Orchid. You can find Elemist at I underscore am underscore Elemist. You can leave, send us an email at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com if, you know, tweeting at us isn't enough letters. Uh, you can leave us a review. It's five stars. Uh, you can join our Discord. It were a lot of fun. Apparently, my cat has his own Discord account and just Discords people. I don't control that account. He, he confirmed that you fed him this morning, so everything is all right. <laughs> People are asking him, Toki, did she feed you this morning? <laughs> and he responds with, like, gifts and meows. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> when he's clearly, like, looking at me, like, on the floor, like, bitch, give me my food. And I'm like, ah! I'm like, don't make me a liar. <laughs> <laughs> Better fucking get out of bed and feed you. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Jeez Louise. God. So join our Discord if you want to talk to my cat. Because that's a thing. I don't drive that account. My cat does. I don't tell him what to do. Fuck, I almost say goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Goodbye, have a good week. <laughs>